Summer's coming to a close I'm throwing out the withered rose It might be the last one of the year Summer's end is drawing near You and I will carry on Another solstice come and gone Fortunes ebb and flow with the sea But it's the same you and me Autumn colors come on Everything goes green again for too long Autumn leaves drifting down Spinning rugs of red and brown Summer games forgotten in the grass Autumn soon will come to pass and if our promise ever fades It's just a layer of dust away A journey through the album of our lives For our promise to revive Winter branches come on Everything goes green again Winter deals an icy blow Seasons hidden under snow Favorites ever faithful to return Winter's grip no longer firm And if we wander from the past It's not to squander what we had I'll watch another summer winding down I know we'll always come around Springtime showers come on Everything goes green again for too long Everything goes green Again
for too long. That's Chris Ronald with Everything Goes Green from his new album, Fragments. Now, Fragments is his fourth album, and it's just been released on Borealis Records. Interestingly, and as a fellow Brit, this is important information, Chris actually emigrated to Canada in 2002, so he's actually not been in this country as long as I have. Makes his home in Vancouver, already building quite a name for the quality of his music and storytelling. In fact, he's already been nominated for the Canadian Folk Music Awards Songwriter of the Year. Now, he's our special guest in the studio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. I say the studio. It's actually, some people would actually call it a hotel room. I like to think of it as a studio. It's great to have you join us. And that was a, a live version of Everything Goes Green, which superficially you could think was, oh, well, this is just a, this is some sort of environmental song. But I think it's, is it more about the seasons of life? Than anything else? And more, uh, thank you for having me, by the way, yeah. in your studio, and I'm doing quotation marks here. Uh, <laughs> um, it uh, is actually more about the, the, the ups and downs, ebbs and flows and cycles of a long-term relationship. And um, it was inspired by, um, a couple of years ago, it was at the end of a very hot summer in BC, a little bit like what we've just had. And uh, I'm a teacher when I'm not on tour doing music. I teach uh, in elementary schools. And, uh, and so I get to hang with my kids during the summer, uh, my, three, my three kids. And uh, we go off camping, and, you know, and the weather's great. You know, the, the outdoor life is great. My, 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 uh, my uh, motto is, if you can't get them out of the house, remove the house. Uh, so we go camping. I'm sure they must love that. Yeah. That must so, make you very popular. So anyway, I uh, started purging a couple of rooms at the end of the summer, and uh, one of them was this uh, little basement storage room, and uh, in the back was this tub filled of uh, old badminton rackets and sports gear. And uh, so I emptied that out, and then in the corner, all that was left was a pile of dust and sand and the wedding ring that I'd lost eight years previously. Wow. And the day I found it, our 15th wedding anniversary. So I really felt that somebody was trying to tell me something. And uh, Your wife probably had it all along. No, <laughs> make it slap. Yeah. Oh, no, that's great. So tell us how you ended up in Canada, because I mentioned you, you arrived in 2002 yeah. in the preamble, and I'm going to throw this in now, and then you can tell us all about it, but... I learned that he went to, Chris went to college in my hometown of Sunderland That's right. in the northeast of England, which is pretty funny. I've been uh, in North America since 1990 and Canada since 95. You arrived in 2002. Yeah. And I think you were in Sunderland at college for biology? That's right. I took a, an environmental biology degree. And this was just when a lot of the uh, polytechnics in England were turning into universities. So... Um, so it was quite easy to get in, <laughs> and uh, but anyway, it was it was a fun time. Uh, made some great friends, drunk lots of ale. I even went on the radio station in Sunderland while I was at uni because um, very close to the university building was Wea FM. Oh, cool! Yeah, and um, and this was when I was just dabbling in songwriting i wasn't even performing anywhere the only places i would perform would be at house parties 
student house parties when everything had kind of died down and then they'd ask me to get my guitar out and I would play whatever songs, you know, I could still remember. Um, and uh, yeah, so I got on Weir FM. That was, what, that was my first ever radio appearance. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So you, you studied environmental biology, but I gather you didn't, well, you're now a teacher, so you yeah. didn't work in biology. Well, I've kind of a long and winding road, you know, and uh, I pretty much straight out of uni got hired by Sony um, and uh, was a sales manager for Sony because before going to university, I went to stu- I went to university a little bit late, like I was about twenty one when I went, and so up until that point, I'd been working in um, uh, electronic retail, so the equivalent of like Best Buy, right? And uh, for about three years, so then I got my degree, and then there was this advert for Sony. Wanting to hire sales managers with experience, with a degree that had a degree but had experience in uh, in selling uh, consumer electronics, so I applied and I, I worked for Sony for five years, and then uh, but in that time I met my Canadian wife. Uh, that's one, one answer to your question, uh, to one of your questions, and uh, she's from Edmonton originally, but um, was uh, work, living and working in London when we met. Uh, and she'd been out of Canada for about 10 years. So by the time we were courting and then got engaged and we got married, it was, you know, she decided it was time to go home, catch it with her big family from Edmonton, and uh, and I was up for the challenge. So. so we quit our jobs in London in 2001, went traveling around the world for a year, and then I had all my papers already lined up to cross, and we actually crossed at, Ni- at Niagara. Right. We flew to New York, drove up, crossed at Niagara. But now yeah. you live in BC and yeah. Vancouver. That's right. Yeah. 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 And as your music, I mean, you mentioned when you were at uni, I mean, you were, you know, basically sort of tinkering around the edges of yeah. music. Yeah. When did you really start to take up that as, a, as something that was really important to you? Take it up more seriously. Um, well, certainly after I moved here. I mean, I've been writing songs. I wrote my first song when I was 15. Uh, and it's something that I've just been doing on and off uh, ever since. And then I put out an album in uh, 2011. It's called Turning Tides, just self-produced in my... <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. Self-produced in my basement. Uh, and uh, I got a couple of really good reviews. And at that point, I was just playing restaurants, cafes, occasionally in Vancouver, um, you know, being more focused actually on, on building my teaching career and raising uh, three kids, right? Um, but actually, I, I took a break from teaching for two years to be a stay-at-home dad, and that's when I made this Turning Tides album. And uh, so the, a lot of the songs are actually inspired by my kids and being a dad. And uh, but anyway, uh, Georgia Strait was one of them. Georgia Strait is the Vancouver Entertainment's magazine. Picked up on it, wrote this review, and I remember being in the classroom, and I got this alert, and at recess I just looked and I was like, oh, something about me on the internet. And so I looked at it, and it was a review from the Georgia Strait, and I read it. I was like, oh my god, they really like it. <laughs> so I think that was the pivotal moment when I realized, hang on. I don't, I, I, I don't think I'm kind of pushing the right thing here, you know. And so that set into motion this whole kind of shift in priorities. 
And it was like, how can I make this work? You know, because I still have to feed three kids. Although I do get good help from, from the missus. She works full time also. Uh, but I don't want to piss any, anyone off here. You know, I want to do this and keep everybody happy at the same time. So that was when I decided that I was going to get serious. So that would be six years ago. Get serious, step back from my teaching, become a substitute teacher. Because at that point I was a full-time teacher. Become a substitute teacher. And that would allow me the flexibility to go off on tour and, uh, and pursue the music. And so that's what I've been doing for six years. And if you'd have told me then, you know, that I would be signed and touring across Canada and into Europe, I wouldn't have believed you. But, you know, that I think incredible things can happen when you just align yourself with your passions, you know, and, and follow it and honor it. So how does it, how, which is a very good thought to, to share, how does it feel to go back? now having a music career that you didn't really have when you were you were in the UK? Uh, so when I go back into the classroom as a substitute? No, no, I mean when you go back to the UK and oh. you said, you, have you toured in the UK? Yes, yeah. yeah, so not uh, not an extensive tour. Um, like the last uh, um, tour that I did in Holland, we tagged on a few dates in England, uh, nothing major. Uh, and so then I was like, right, I'm you know, going to sit down and I'm going to make a decent tour uh, of England for the trio because th this new CD was was made very much with a trio in mind. It's me, John Ellis, who's a multi-instrumental guitarist, and Mike Sanishin, who's a, a master fiddle player. And, um, and so just sat down and started the long, hard process of researching and emailing and following up with folk clubs and other venues, right? And yeah, anyway, it's 50% booked. We're going in April and I've just got to plug some holes, but it looks like it's happening. But does it feel different? You know, the, the fact that, you know, you're expat Brit going back with a Canadian music career. Oh, well, the thing, the, the weird thing is, is I don't really have anything to go on because I wasn't really doing anything yeah, when I was yeah. living in England. But what I think I do know is that I think I have something quite different to offer in so much that, hang on, here's a British singer-songwriter who's gone to live in Canada, and now he's bringing two ace musicians back with him, kind of singing Americana-Canadiana um, tunes and folk ballads that, that are actually, you could say, I mean, I like to say that it's kind of uh, Canadian f folk with British roots. I, which but, I love. I love that phrase. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, which Which... It's very skillful. I don't know if you wrote that yourself or something. It's actually it. a friend of mine yeah, suggested. Did, did a very uh, good job. That resonated. Coming up with that, yeah. But you know, there's some resonate. there's some songs on the uh, on the album you would never know I was British, and there's even like a slight North American twang to. It. But you know, if you play in a country tune or an old country tune, I'm, I'm referring to the song "Freedom Train" here. I think you have to. Yeah. You know, to make it, and that's quite normal. To make it I mean, work, like, yeah, right? Look at Big Jagger. I mean, yeah, yeah, same exactly. as if he was American pretty much all his right. career. So. Right. Tell us about the album itself. I mean, the album came out in Borealis, one of my favorite, favorite record companies because they do such a wonderful job with the, the whole thing. You know, I mean, people complain about CDs dying mm. and, and people not wanting them anymore. Well, if you get a CD from Borealis, you always want it because it's always so nicely packaged. Right. 
and they do such a, a good job of curating the artist, not just right. the music, to right. to encourage you to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 very happy to be part of their stable. Um, you know, I, I I will admit initially, uh, I, I was kind of umming and ahhing about it because I wasn't sure what a label did anymore, and you know. Um, I'd had some experience promoting myself, putting myself out there as an indie. And so it's like, okay, I've got indie on one hand or sign with a label on the other and where are the benefits going to be? But I think I've already seen the benefits and increased radio play and, um, and just, just being part of a stable and having the, almost like that stamp of quality. It, 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 That's exactly it. Helps. it. Yeah. yeah, it helps. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then about the album, well... Um, it's called Fragments, and the uh, the cover art, which incidentally was done by a tattoo artist in Sudbury, Ontario. He, he made a pencil and graphite drawing of a photograph of my face, but turned it into a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, I thought you were going to say he turned it into a tattoo, and now there's all these people in Sudbury <laughs> having your face on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, he turned it into a jigsaw puzzle, and the idea there was that... Uh, you know, as songwriters, we just kind of pick up these fragments of ideas, whether they be uh, something in the news, something in our lives, some, something somebody said. You never know where they're going to come from. And it's the fragments coming together as like the tracks of the album coming together to, to form the album, you know. So, um, and there's, a, there's, a, there's even a, a song, an a cappella song right at the end called Fragments. And each couplet refers in order to each track in the album, if you know what I mean. So each couplet says something about each song in the order that it appears on the album. And I felt that that was kind of the conclusion. It was like, you know, here's all these fragments coming together, both in, a, in the context of a song and an album. Oh, that's, yeah. just, a, that's just a really nice idea. Yeah. Tell us about who played on the album with you. Um, so I think I've already mentioned uh, my producer is uh, John Ellis, and uh, he's also a, a, somebody coined him as a uh, a multiple string slinger or a multi string slinger. But you know, he's on banjo, mandolin, guitar, dobro, pedal steel, even keys. <laughs> you know, he's just really the kind of guy that you want in the studio with you uh, because he's a producer and a great instrumentalist. And then uh, Mike Sanishin kind of makes up the trio. He's a fiddle player. And, uh, but then we've got, uh, you know, we, don't, we didn't want to go over, top on the, over the top on the production because we did really want to have, get that trio feel across so that if we're performing it in a festival somewhere, the, the, the sound of the trio won't be too far removed from the, the CD that you buy and hopefully by and um but anyway we did add in uh pat stewart on drums and uh rob becker on um on bass he's performed with the high bar gang and lots of other projects and we have for the first time actually i included some guest vocalists like beyond just having a um backing vocals uh, backing vocals courtesy of uh, Angela Harris, who is also uh, used to be in the High Bar Gang and is now kind of going out in her own right. And, um, and then some guest vocalists, uh, Gord Maxwell. And then there's a song, Rain City Blues, where I actually bring on five, uh, yeah, five, no, four additional vocalists to share the singing of the verses because it's about six and a half minutes long. And we kind of wanted it. It's a very Vancouver-oriented song. 
and we wanted to uh, just mix it up a little bit. Like each verse is 12 lines long. It's my American Pie. That's oh. like, <laughs> I want, I, aim high. <laughs> I know, I just wanted like a long song. Oh, I, I think I, it's I great. Deliberately wanted to write a long song with American Pie in mind, uh, which is one of my favorite Wait, songs. Wait, you know, I mean, time. one of the things that's clear from the first time you pick up that record and put it on is that this guy knows how to write and knows how to tell stories. So I think it's quite reasonable that you can say, I wanted this to be my American pie. <laughs> yeah, and he's a, you know, I, I remember. And of course, I'm a big fan. So, yeah, yeah, and as a teenager, God, I wore that American pie cassette out. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and um, yeah, so we got uh, Rob Philo. Any of these names you're not going to be familiar with, but these are singers and or songwriters out of Vancouver that have just caught my attention, right, for whatever reason. And so Rob Philo, uh, Mark James Fortan, and then uh, Jody Akabe and Angela and and uh, Dana uh, Marie Battaglia are doing uh, kind of cameo vocal we know, appearances on, one of the on things that track. One of the <clears throat> things I love, and a lot of the reason I like to do this, is there are so many great musicians mm-hmm. out there. And there's, so, you know, I just, I was saying to someone earlier that I would wish that I could just get a, well, maybe I could just go get a sandwich board and just walk up and down outside. Maybe this is not the right part of town to be doing it, but, you know, with <laughs> written on, you know, <laughs> there's lots of great music out there that yeah. you don't have to be fed, you know? Yeah. There, there just is, and that's yeah. really one of the neat things that this this conference gives people. Mm. Why don't we go ahead and uh, play another track live? What are you going to play for us? Yeah, uh, do you want to tell me tell you a little bit about it? Or? Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm going to play Mosquito, and this... Uh, came after watching a documentary on Netflix called Gasland. And it's basically all about how uh, hydraulic fracturing, or fracking as it's commonly known, um, is spreading, already spread, like a pox across the U.S., just destroying water tables and, uh, and ruining the, the air pollution in the, wherever they're, uh, they're fracking, you know. So I was like, man, and this was it. I watched this at the point where Christy Clark, our, our late, uh, do you call them late if they're still alive, but they're no longer the premier? <laughs> former premier. Former, there we go, yeah. I'd be safe to say that. <laughs> uh, former premier uh, Christy Clark was all gung-ho about fracking in BC, and I'd watched this documentary, and I'm like, really? Is that the route we should be taking? You know, surely we should be nurturing green energy like countries like Germany have, right? Um, so then I thought of the Don Mosquito um, as a metaphor. And uh, I always add the caveat that, uh, you know, the reason why I'm saying she and her in the lyrics is because it is the female, is my biology coming in, it is the female mosquito that, that sucks your blood. This is Chris Ronald with Mosquito a live version of the song from his new album, Fragments. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference, and I'm Jan Hall. Mosquito sticks proboscis in A perfect patch of untapped skin Without permission from the host Now let the thieving feast begin Injections painless, touch so light Procedure done, she takes to fly 
leaves the hapless victim feeling used and cheated every by. doesn't cause the itch she pours a potion every stitch to let the fluid freely flow hydraulic fracture wicked witch at last the scratching will recede but something worse remains beneath just hope the water's good to drink and pray the air is fit to Just a quick in and out She is not concerned about the Seeds of sickness being sown Her babies will not go without Mosquito harbinger of hell Your industry is hard to sell Self-absorbed and bloody mind Is sucking like an Sucking like an oil well. Mosquito sticks proboscis in Perfect patch of untapped skin Without permission from the host Now let the thieving feed Begin. That's Chris Ronald with a live version of the song Mosquito from his fourth album, Fragments. We're at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. It's Saturday afternoon, and I'm starting to feel like I'm getting a little tired. But Chris is playing live in the studio. Fragments is a fabulous, fabulous album. And it's interesting, Chris... Um, we were talking earlier about the fact that you trained in environmental biology. This is mm. a song that's quite clearly environmental mm -hmm. in subject matter. Mm. Uh, do you tend to to write about issues that are in, related to um, you know things to do with the the environment? Absolutely, I mean, yeah. Um, every album has at least one track that's dedicated to something to do with the environment. The first ever song that I wrote when I was 15, it was actually began as a poem that I wrote in high school when I should have been following along with Of Mice and Men, I think, and I got really bored. And so I just started writing uh, this poem. It was called Pollution. So my very first song was, a, was an environmental song. And, um, yeah, and it's a thread that's persisted throughout my writing. Um, you know, I'm deep down a real environmentalist and always looking for ways to just tread more lightly on the planet. You know? And so, so do you see that in future projects that maybe you'll 
uh, get more involved in environmental issues. I also yeah. kind of wonder whether the, you know, particularly you know, living out in Vancouver, and yeah. know there's concerns about pipelines. Yeah, uh, we've been hearing about the, you know, concerns about Bristol Bay and yeah. uh, the mining that is going on up there that yeah. is threatening water. Yeah, uh, I heard that from Cyclone yeah. yesterday with his showcase. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I see myself getting involved more actively. Um, and but at the moment I'm just kind of I guess I'm doing it through music and um, you know I've even tried to reach out to the, the makers of that that documentary I haven't heard anything but I haven't really made a decent effort of it but uh, yeah oh a typical teacher then <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really walk the talk no. <laughs> that, that's wonderful tell us about the live experience obviously you've got the trio um, yeah you play <laughs> In Canada, uh, is the trio something that can tour, or is yeah. it mostly uh, for you know around BC? No, very much so. In fact, we uh, the tour started with the trio playing some shows in Alberta. Um, we played Calgary Folk Club and uh, Folk Club Northern Lights Folk Club in Edmonton, and um, but the boys had to go back because they're very heavily involved in the BC CMAs, the BC Country Music Awards. Uh, so they had to go back, and so I'm continuing solo, which is kind of what I do anyway. But it sure is nice having those guys to my left and right. And so uh, we're, you know, I'm here for the reason that you know I think that this conference really exists, and that is to be seen by festival buyers. And um, I would, you know, really. Uh, love to get involved in more festivals it's an area that i haven't really broken into uh although i am making inroads for summer 2018 um but i would love to do a little uh, canadian festival tour with the trio um maybe even bring my kids along oh they probably yeah. like it especially if yeah. they're going to get to camp or something yeah like exactly that. exactly yeah. Kill, kill two birds with one stone kind of thing be dad and be oh yeah <laughs> Maybe find someone else to do the dad bit. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. Yeah. No, that that that's wonderful. Um, oh, and we're going to uh, we're going to England too in April. That's right. Uh, so you got more touring yeah. taking place yeah. across Eastern Canada, and then yeah. 2018 you've got tour to the UK, and yeah. then you know, that'll be with the trio. Canadian festival. Yeah, right? and then Holland. We're also playing in uh, Holland later on next year in Germany. No, that's so very exciting. It's gradually building, you know. And the the European thing was kind of me sitting down thinking. Well, I should really geographically be trying to break into the U.S., but it's so restrictive. You know, you're 500 U.S. dollars in the hole before you even go across the border just to get the visa. Yeah. And uh, so then I thought, it makes more sense for me to go back to England and Europe. I have the passport, you know. And, uh, and there's also not as many restrictions for Canadians working over there, right? So that's what we're doing. It's been great to have you join us. If people want to learn more about your music, how can they do that? Uh, yeah, best place is just chrisronald.com and uh, com has pretty much everything they can find. And if they can't find it there, it'll be a link. There'll be a link to something. Uh, and the music is, uh, you can buy it uh, through Borealis Records. They're online. And all the usual suspects, iTunes, etc., etc. No, that's great. Yeah. You have your ukulele. Uh, we're going to play one more track from the album. What are we going to play? I'm going to play Retirement Plan because this has kind of become my wrap-up song 
um, whether it be a concert or a showcase. And it just kind of speaks to uh, doing, make sure that you're doing something that makes you happy in your life. And, and that's, you'll see from the song. <laughs> that's really important advice for everyone. Chris Ronald, our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. This is Retirement Plan, a live version from the album Fragments. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio at Folk Music Ontario, and I'm John Hall. You could say I'm starting late, slow to bloom afternoon, not the quickest out the gate. Think I've lost my mind not to tire, kill the fire that is burning deep inside. You might expect me to behave, quit the fight, hide my light, and take it to the grave. And toe a steady line, not to chance, dance the dance, and hope it works out fine. How easy it could be To keep working for the man But this is my retirement plan Making music while I can Not slipping into silent ways I'm gonna sing until my dying days And I hope you'll sing along with me in the chorus, keep me company And leave the stage a happy old man This is my retirement plan Yeah, there's more to life than cash Make a list, take a risk What's the purpose of a stack? I could be half dead in the sack, in the black, wishing I was in the red. You know it happens all the time, money saved, house paid down to the final dime. Just to watch it all go, paying bills, fixing ills, till there's nothing left to show. How easy it could be To keep working for the man But this is my retirement plan Making music while I can Not slipping into silent ways I'm gonna sing until my dying days And I hope you'll sing along with me in the chorus, keep me company And leave the stage a happy old man This is my retirement plan That's Chris Ronald with Retirement Plan a live version from the album, Fragments, and that was fabulous. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs>